Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. I should like to race. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I have horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit on the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, baby! (laughs) The Larson family has been farming hay in Idaho for generations with a mission to always provide high-quality hay products at a fair and reasonable price. Larson Hay loves to meet new customers while always honoring the ones they already have. Find Larson Hay on the web at larsonhay.com, like them on Facebook, and definitely visit one of their locations. Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa, and our television broadcast sponsor. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Thank you for joining us on the Horse Talk Show this week, presented by Peterson and Smith. Equine Hospital. Complete Care. And Complete Care. These two have not been practicing. Thank you to Larson Farms, our TV broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, We've got a great show lined up for you. We've got some wonderful guests. One of them is... Slightly smaller than usual, and rather an adorable. 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 Thank you. Yes. I've gotten a little shorter. Oh, we weren't talking about you. Oh, darn it. (laughs) (sighs) Sorry. Peter. He's had a very interesting week. He's got something here I have to ask him about. Okay. So, when I was teaching, I was up at Dark Horse Horsemanship and Hearts and Harmony, and friends of mine, Mark and Becca Maddox, and I was sitting down for breakfast with their dad, and he was a preacher, retired, bought the farm, and he was writing a book, and his daughter said something about horses, and he goes, well, that's the chapter I'm writing about. So this is about horses and following Jesus. So horses helping humans follow Jesus. Nice. And he wrote a little message for Louisa in the book. I don't know if you can see that, but it says, Louisa, life's a journey, walk with Jesus. Van, Van Fielden. So this is my That's book. That's your book. Van, if you're watching us, thank you so much. I am so incredibly blessed and cannot wait to start reading this. I'm going to read it when I get home tonight. And I'm going to get further than page seven. <laughs> I like the top part there. I read to flip page seven. Don't I'm make proud of you. Does that include just counting the pages? <laughs> <laughs> I looked at the picture. No, I actually read to page seven. I, I'm actually I'm really excited about this because this goes along with a, um, with something I'm actually working on for Sundays for a separate broadcast um, that will be actually following this this exact theme. And so I would like to interview him. So I'm uh, I'm excited. So Woo-hoo! yeah, thank you, Van. Um, wonderful. I'm I'm thrilled about that. Thank you, Peter. You're welcome. It's a lovely gift. So um, we've got some photos and things to show with you, some events and things coming up. So if you are watching on Facebook or Equus Television on all smart TV networks, that's perfect. If you're listening on the radio, you can always run over to Facebook and like us, or you can uh, get Equus Television at home on your TV or on the internet, and you can see what we're talking about. But we do have some events coming up. Um, we have a um, Stirrups and Strides annual fundraiser, Urban Cowboy Night. Dancing. And that is going to be a lot of fun. That's December 3rd. You can sponsor a table. Let's go 
honky tonkin. I don't say that very well in a British accent. But anyway, they do a really <laughs> wonderful job of therapeutic riding for adults and children that are either physically or mentally disabled and for veterans. And this is their annual fundraiser. Should be a lot of fun. It's going to be at the riding center in the covered arena. So hopefully it won't be too chilly December 3rd. I don't think it will. Um, and I'm pretty excited about being part of that and being there to um, really help them make sure this event is a big success. And part of that is the Dolly Parton. And no, I am not dressing up. As Dolly Parton. I'm going <laughs> to shave your goatee off. Okay. And I'll get you a blonde wig. Yes, mm-hmm. there you go. If you guys get all the stuff. Dolly Parton lookalike. It's $20 entry fee. All goes to the same cause on the same evening, December 3rd. And you do have to do lip syncing. Which I know you can do. Balloons. (laughs) That's sure to be a hootin' good time. Twenty dollars, as I said, and the address for this is forty two forty six West Highway three eighteen Citra. And I am one of the judges of Diva the Dolly for the Dolly Parton contest. So definitely come dressed as Dolly Parton and let's see if you can win. Which outfit do you like the best? Uh, the middle one. The middle one. Yeah, the middle Coat one. Coat of all amazing. Any colors. Yeah, it's like fantastic. So how that's mu- a great how, event. How much can I pay you? I've got a few 20s here. <laughs> well, Are you trying to bribe me? I'll take it off. <laughs> <laughs> and you still won't win. <laughs> Piranha's um, Piranha Life's Golf Tournament is coming up. This is going to be a benefit golf tournament at the Ocala Country Club. There's still some sponsorship opportunities and teams available there's going to be $75,000 in prizes Um, you can golf with PGA Pro Ted Potter Thursday is a lot of fun it's a um, kind of a tour of World Equestrian Center hotel check-in meet at the Marion Theater and that's going to be for some hors d'oeuvres and the screening of the Piranha Life documentary Friday December 16th there's breakfast golf tournament um, lunch buffet intermission and then a silent auction and hors d'oeuvres and then dinner awards ceremony and some dancing on friday and then um, we've got some wonderful recipients we have got the heart of florida youth ranch uh, in their effort to rescue horses and to help foster children who have been neglected or abused They've also got the Canine for Warriors rescue dogs from kill shelters who train them to be service animals for veterans with PTSD. Great causes. They are also going to give some money to the foundation, the CEP Foundation, for the fund for the people who have suffered losses after the Hurricane Ian hit them, especially the horse owners who have, of course, experienced a lot of loss between fences, barns, horses, um, feed, hay, uh, and you name it. So a lot of great... Um, great opportunities to help them fundraise for these very, very good causes and also have a lot of fun if you like golf. And if you don't like golf, maybe it's time to take some golf lessons and like golf. And come at six and dance. And dance. Because <laughs> Dancing Pete Rhoda <laughs> likes to make people dance. Yes. And did I mention this is Dancing Pete Rhoda from Complimentary Horsemanship? And I, Maria Lacasse here from Midnight Rose, equestrian massage horses and people. Uh, do we have any more? I think we do. I think we've got a couple more here. We do. The Horse Protection Association of Florida had a ribbon cutting recently, um, and they are turning tragedy into triumph. They have got a wonderful rescue operation for horses in Micanopy, which, of course, is so beautiful. And they did a ribbon cutting for the Spirit Walk. 
And they have got these adorable little miniature horses, Faith, Hope, Love, and Courage, um, who are going to uh, be available on Saturdays from 10 to 3 for you to go out and actually walk the path with these horses and have this wonderful experience and quiet time for whatever meditation, prayer, um, or whatever might suit you. And they for have this. those like, cool benches too for like yes. meditation. And yeah, lighting. you can sit at the benches. My collar's all messed up because I got a massage. Oh, there you go. You're going to fix me up. So 10 to 3 Saturdays and Sundays at the Horse Protection um, Association. That's 20690 Northwest 130th Avenue, Micanopy. And you can um, actually email Christine at hpaf.org if you would like to go on the spirit walk with these adorable little miniature horses. And they are absolutely precious. What a lovely experience. And just to have a nice quiet time from the craziness of this world <laughs> and they said there's quite a few walks that they can do so if you feel like oh well i probably can't get in there they said that it's like 12 different walks so oh, lovely you can get in there yes and that keeps those minis healthy because you know they get chubby really fast <laughs> minis get chubby really fast so another wonderful event coming up involving a miniature horse magic who is the only living top 10 most heroic animal in the history of the world. That's a pretty big deal. Um, she is also in the USEF Hall of Fame. She belongs to Gentle Carousel Miniature Therapy Horses, and she visits 25 to 50,000 sick and dying children and adults a year. They visit um, rehabs. They visit uh, retirement homes. They actually visited Sandy Hook Elementary after the terrible tragedy there, and also the Orlando Nightclub. <laughs> Uh, after the terrible tragedy there. So this is a little heroic horse who's going to arrive in a limousine <laughs> with me Yay. on Yay. December 7th at the Marion Theatre Ocala for this wonderful documentary premiere. Get your tickets now. We have a little um, code there you can scan on your phone and boom, get your tickets. Don't miss it. Coming back after this, we have Dr. Adam Kayok from Peterson and Smith. Equine Hospital. Oh, we care. Sorry, I got ahead of myself. What am I going to do with you guys? <laughs> We're going to get it by the end. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. With over 70 years of collective experience in the horse industry, Lipchip was built with integrity by horsemen for horsemen. Introducing the ChipLink system, powered by Lipchip, where a 15-digit unique ID becomes a key to unlock not only identity, but also health paperwork, owner information, and even photos of each horse. So simple, even a child can do it. The future is here. The future is Lipchip. Justine Dutton, Grand Prix show jumper and previously international event rider coming to you from Notting Hill Stables in Ocala, Florida. Here at Notting Hill Stables we use Equine Therapy International PMF ActivoMed blankets on all of our show jumpers. These help to relax muscles and promote blood flow and circulation. We use the ActivoMed blanket on a daily basis as well as at competitions. It helps us a lot at competitions, especially before they start jumping. The tense horses really like it because it just helps to relax their muscles so they feel ready and confident to go in the ring. After the horses have jumped, we like to put it on and it really helps with recovery. I would highly recommend Equine Therapy International and all their products for all your therapeutic needs. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's Equine Studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. At Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital in complete care. And we have our regular veterinarian with us today. Glad to have him back on the show, Dr. Adam Kayot. And we are going to talk a little bit about a process that happens here at the sales. Um, we have a number of sales here, five a year at Ocala Breeder Sales, and uh, several of those are prepping uh, for the two-year-old sale. And when people are evaluating horses, they're making a long list and a short list from the catalog. They're also checking a lot of things with the veterinarian to make sure the horse is healthy and fit enough to be a racehorse in the very near future. So I'm going to let Dr. Adam Kayot tell us about that process. Well, as far as the um, process goes at the sales and, and thoroughbred evaluations, it's a little bit different than we do for our pleasure horses or our show horses. <clears throat> um, at, at thoroughbred sales, generally the, the buyers or the agents for the buyers um, go through the catalog. They kind of make their, like you said, long list or short list of, of ones that they want to look at. They then go look at them, and as the sale approaches, typically they will they will um, approach their veterinarian, and um, generally all the sales company have what we call a repository. So all the all the radiographs and and reports on those horses are in the repository, and um, we can then go there and 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 look at the radiographs. So um, Mr. Smith calls me and says, "I want you to go look at hip twenty eight. So the process then goes, I go get hip 28, I'll uh, go to the stall, do an endoscopic exam. So we look at the fun function of the larynx, the arytenoids, the, the, the um, epiglottis, 
make sure that that's functioning normally. And uh, we'll kind of give a general exam of the horse at that time. Look at the eyes. If it's a stallion, we'll, we'll check um, his testicles to make sure they're descended. And, and we'll just kind of give an overall impression of the horse. And then we'll go, then we'll go to the repository and review their x-rays and um you know typically um you know we x-ray all all the all the joints on the lower limbs um and um we don't typically do feet in thoroughbred sales uh, that you might do in, an, in another discipline and then that's so that's what we do kind of pre-sale for the buyer now we, we also get involved with the seller so somebody has to take those x-rays, somebody um, pre-scopes the horse um, before. So if I'm, if I'm uh, working for the seller, then before the sale, um, if it's just a yearling sale or, or, or something like that, or um, we'll, we don't wait for them to breeze because they don't breeze. So we have a certain window of time when we can take those x-rays and, and do our report. So I'll go out to the farm typically x-ray the horse, uh, do a repository set, which is all the necessary views and, and then scope the horse at that time. So I then make the report that another veterinarian will review if that horse wants to be bought. Um, certainly at the two-year-old sales, we typically do that after they breeze to make sure they made it through the breeze fine and didn't have any chips or anything, anything come up as far as that goes. And, and that's kind of the way it is. So as a veterinarian, I can, you, you can work on both sides of, of the buyer and the seller. And, and sometimes it does happen where you actually did the pre-vetting or, or, or did the x-rays for the repository. And then you have another buyer that's interested in that horse. Um, <clears throat> typically, uh, you know, some people might think, well, that might be a conflict of interest. And technically it probably is. But if, as long as you're a veterinarian and you're up front with, with both parties, um, generally it's not an issue, but sometimes it might be a good, good, good idea to, you know, have another veterinarian re review the, um, review the issue and, you know, review the x-rays so you don't get stuck in the middle and, you know, have an issue with that. That makes sense. And just to share with our listeners, if you don't know what a breeze is, it's actually the fastest that a horse can uh, gallop on the track, either for an eighth, a quarter, uh, whatever they decide to, to breeze the horse at. I think they do three eights as well, um, depending on the horse and how it performs the best and, and how it gallops out best at the end. But after that, then obviously that's a great time to do an exam because when the horse has gone as fast as it could go, um, any issues would normally show up then. Yeah, they're most, it's most likely to have, have an issue come to, come to light at that point or something happens during the breeze. You know, they chip something, they they hurt a you know some soft tissue or or whatever so um that's why you do it post breeze for those two-year-olds now with that scope when you're looking um obviously you're looking at kind of everything in that airway but the entrapped epiglottis um just share with us is that doomsday for the horse or is that something that we can we can kind of help get through and and hopefully at some point get a better scope well, certainly that's not doomsday. Um, certainly an entrapped epiglottis. So the epiglottis kind of sits on the soft palate in the back of the back of the throat. And um, that epiglottis can become what we call entrapped in a piece of tissue. And so when that happens, the airflow is obstructed um, and, it, and the horse doesn't get as much airflow as, you know, as, in, as intended. So it's certainly not doomsday. It, 
you know, we always want everything to be perfect and, you know, everything to be the way uh, Mother Nature intended, but sometimes it doesn't. This particular case, it's a pretty easy surgery to do. Basically, you, you, the surgeon goes in, cuts that piece of, uh, of tissue, so then it can no longer entrap the epiglottis. So the epiglottis won't then fit into that piece of tissue, and the epiglottis is typically free. Airflow ends up being okay. I mean, there there are many things that can happen there back there. They can have they can have basically uh, uh, swollen arytenoids, and the arytenoids are the little pieces of tissue that close off the trachea when you swallow, and they open up uh, when the horse takes a deep breath. <coughs> you you can have paralysis of those things. You can have uh, a dorsal displacement of the soft palate. So, like I said earlier, the epiglottis sits on top of the soft palate well sometimes a horse will flip it and and then the, the epiglottis will be underneath the soft palate again causing the air to to um not flow as as well as it should be and you can have you can have um uh, cysts or you can even have tumors on the epiglottis that you can see all different kinds of things back there that can affect the performance of the horse by their ability or inability to breathe so um, it's pretty important, certainly in a racehorse, very important uh, exam and valuable knowledge to have. Absolutely. And then how soon after that procedure, normally, if everything goes as planned, would you be able to scope again and hopefully get an A scope at that time? Uh, you want to give it probably a good 60 days at least. Those things back there heal up pretty quickly. Um, but you want to certainly give it 60, 90 days. Um before you come back and, and see what you what you got with. But typically, after that surgery, things go pretty well. Now, ideally, when you're spending a lot of money, and, and just to wrap this segment up, you really are looking for the horse to be perfect physically and x-rays to be spot on and a, and a nice uh, A-scope. But if those things are not necessarily there and somebody chooses to buy the horse anyway, maybe they can get a good deal on it. Sometimes we see these horses go out there with conformational flaws and issues and and do incredibly well. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Mostly the exceptions, I'm sure. <laughs> well, yeah. So, so um, there are, you know, as far as the veterinary exam, it's, it, the, it is, it's just another piece of knowledge that you have. We all play percentages. Certainly you have those exceptions to the rule that are uh, amazing performers, even though they have some flaw. It all depends on the buyer's willing to you know take a chance or you know what risk they're willing to take certainly you know we can't crystal balls are very cloudy <laughs> we don't know but but you know over time the issues that we bring up have been known to be issues that affect this horse's performance down the line will it affect all of them no certainly not but might be the exception but there might be an exception certainly Got to wrap it up. Dr. Adam Kayot talking about the uh, examination and sale process for our racehorses. Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show. Great. Dr. Kayot is always extremely informative, as Betsy Mabakwa from Larson Hay just commented on. Hi, Betsy. And a quick shout out for two new sponsors that we have on the show. Very excited to have with us Florida HVAC Services and Crystal Cryo. So if you're wondering why my face is glowing, it's not because I'm sitting next to Peter. It's because Olivia Fuller is amazing. We'll be back in just a few minutes. We got these wonderful people joining us to chat Ooh. about horses. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. 
Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care, and our broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Piranha, TT Distributors, and Midnight Rose Equestrian. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. Tired of the rigors of keeping your horse's water troughs clean and free of algae, you need the Drinking Post Waterer, an automatic waterer for horses, livestock and cattle. Field tested for over 40 years, the Drinking Post Waterer is the gold standard of non-electric automatic waterers. Check them out on Facebook or find them on the web at dpwaterer.com. show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. 
back on the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. In the studio with me, I have my co-host, Dancing Pete Rhoda from Complimentary Horsemanship. And we have complimentary spent right this week. That's pretty exciting. And we have some special guests here with us. Uh, I'm very excited to have Stephanie Hoffman here with us, Cindy. And also have little Paige here with us as well. Can you smile? Um, we decided that... And wave? That, can you wave? wave? Can you wave for me? Remember I said we had oh, to wave? Oh, Paige Paige. We, ha- we had her attention tired. until this moment. We did. Oh, you need that back. Now she just wants the phone. We're advertising for Chick-fil-A though. <laughs> with Eat More Chicken. It's not pig toddler hour. No, it's not. I know. It, it, it certainly is. And she's done very well though. And she's a sweetie pie. She was waving at me earlier. So. Paige, can um, you wave? Can so, you wave? Yay! That was excellent, wasn't it? Yeah, that's great. Good job, I know. It's not easy being two. So this segment, I want to call it Unsung Heroes and Future Legends. So what you guys don't realize is Cindy, which is the lady on the far left here, she is the mother of Stephanie and grandma of Paige. So those are usually the people that are the unsung heroes, the people that support our equestrians. So I want to recognize them. And then the future legends is Stephanie and Paige. That's right. So that's what I wanted to call this segment. That's perfect. That's spot on. So Stephanie, tell us a little bit about your background. When did you start in horses? And Well, I was a horse crazy kid who grew up in the suburbs and really wished I could do horses and didn't really. Um, got my first horse when I was 14. Kind of scrapped mocking stalls and doing all the things for weekly lessons until then. Um, my first pony thought that running me back to the barn and running me into walls was was really fun. We've all had um, that pony. Yes. All of us have had that pony. When people say to me, they say, I really want a, I want a small one. Can I ride a pony? I was going, no, you don't. don't. No, you don't. <laughs> don't you, do you it. don't. You don't. Not unless it's been through complimentary horsemanship. Oh, Absolutely. yeah. Yes. That was very complimentary of me, wasn't it? Oh, yes, it was. <laughs> With an eye. <laughs> but I always wanted to event, so I tried eventing him. I think... One of our, our one recognizer, at least our first one, I think we ended up with like one stop less than it would take us to get eliminated. So we ended up with like 115 as our score. It's terrible. Oh. <laughs> Got really lucky because I, I ended up with some really lovely horses that helped me out along the way. Um, worked for Susan Graham White, who is a dressage trainer for a year, lived at her place, learned everything I could. She's still family to me. Um, worked for Missy Ransahausen as her barn manager and a working student for, gosh, almost five years. And then I worked for Jenny Brannigan, who's a five-star event writer and a top competitor from 2014 to 2019, and moved down to Ocala. And I've kind of been doing my own thing and building my business and having a great time since then. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. I'm really lucky. You learned from some really top people. Amazing people. And I think I stayed with the um kind of staying working for people for a bit longer than is probably average but i thought that that staying and really getting the knowledge and you know learning a system and kind of, kind of getting everything figured out was uh it was really important to me so i stayed in, until i felt like i could do the kind of job that i really wanted to be able to do for people who are my own clients so Paige is like i'm so done with this <laughs> show already that's, that's fine I've blah done, blah blah i've done my spotlight I've done it. i'm out of here i've waved i've got to go i've got to go play with maria hey, Paige. Paige, Paige, do you want to say hi can you say can hi, you say hi? <laughs> she, she's an extrovert she needed some attention Paige, Paige can you tell us do you like horses 
Do you do? What do you like best about horses? Do you know? Hmm? Do you know what you like best about them? Do you love your pony? What's your you, pony's name? There you go. Good question, you, Pete. <laughs> she's like, I am on the spot. Yes. What is her what is, pony's what is name? Do you know your name? It, it, she's like, her name is currently no. No. <laughs> no. And there's your pony. There's your pony. There, there are some adorable photos coming that up. Is I'm Paige and Splash. Splash. Um, we got Splash right before her first birthday from a lovely lady up oh, in uh, Jacksonville. And she has been the cutest pony ever. Is she naughty? No, no. she's perfect. Okay. Oh, really? She's oh. adults. With Paige, she is perfection. Look mm -hmm. at that. Yeah, no, this is the sweetest and most gentle pony ever. How old is this pony? Okay, eight. she's six, seven. Eight. Is she? She's eight. Oh, oh well, look that at was, that. Um, that was Paige's first birthday. Mm, so that is the perfect. girls did a great job. They braided her up and they clipped her up and. I wish we had a picture of the other side because I think that um, I think she had flowers or something braided into her mane. It was That's, really cute. Wow, so beautiful. Yeah. So, is there a farm name? Skipjack Farm. Skipjack. I like that. Oh, look at this. Oh my goodness. That's so cute. I love these. I, this is a very adorable pony. I wish. Oh my gosh, the pony's a gem. I wish they'd made those safety things for me today. <laughs> today. <laughs> yeah. So that you stay on. Oh, I'm joking. How with that? Oh, that's pretty adorable. Oh, wow. Look at that pony. Who's that? Her other pony. Is that your pony? Is that your, is that pony? your pony? Is that your it pony? Is. Yeah? Is that a plastic pony? <laughs> a plastic pony. We got, we got her attention now, guys. Yeah, we did. She's watching TV. She's watching herself on TV. Are you on the television? Wow. Guys, if you're listening on the radio and you're going, what is she talking about? Go to Facebook or Equus TV. On all smart TV networks, and you can see all this stuff too. <laughs> Paige, can you wave? Oh, look! Yeah, there you are. Wow! Can you believe that? You can see yourself. Here's Mimi waving. You're really wave good again. at waving. <laughs> so you've got her started right off into the horses right away, and she, she just uh, one year old. I see there with the pony. You're like, we're off. This is what we're doing. Well, so I got lucky because obviously, you know, mom's there and she helps me with her every day, which is amazing because. She's a full-time job all by herself, right? So, um, your mom or <laughs> both? Sometimes, okay. yeah, both. So, um, you know, when she was really little, mom would have her inside for most of the day and come out so I could get back to riding and doing things. And as she's gotten bigger, it's cool because she's really, truly growing up in the barn, which is pretty awesome. Because even yeah. when she was tiny, oh, that's very nice. Yes, <laughs> I got. She's check drinking it out. out of the water. <laughs> So even when she was, was really little, like, I'd put her in her stroller and she'd fall asleep and we'd do stalls while she was sleeping in the aisle and things like that. And I'd have her all wrapped up because it was January, which, Ocala, right? So yes. It's, so it's not terrible. It's well, not it like was 60, 20. which is five degrees less than the temperature at which I start complaining. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, then you are living in the right place. Yes. 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 Pennsylvania it, was a little different. I was going to say, it wouldn't it work at, like, um, yeah, at 14, 15 degrees would no, be a little bit cold, right? Just... Not good. There's a reason I moved down to Ocala full time. But even when we were up in Pennsylvania, it was almost half the year was Ocala. So it wasn't a huge change. That's pretty cute. She's a bucket baby. Bucket baby. She's a bucket baby. Start her off right. Oh, yeah. In the bucket. Look oh, at yeah. that. She must Mary have been very background. little there. I, she was she maybe was, six months Yeah, there. I was going to say, I think that was about six months. Bucket Are you waving baby. to yourself in the bucket? You like that? It's a great <laughs> photograph. I love that one. It's amazing. So, Cindy, what do you? What is your role at the barn? I might have to move you closer. There. I, I am the all-seeing eye. <laughs> <laughs> all watch out! Eye. <laughs> Cindy's coming. <laughs> so I do. Uh, I watch everything that Paige does um, to make sure that she stays out of trouble or gets into good trouble. 
Good trouble. Yeah. And I make sure that um, nothing gets missed in the barn and everybody gets taken care of, whether it's people or horses. Mm -hmm. And I have a horse of my own that I ride. Do you? What kind of horse do you have? Uh, <laughs> Pony. She is a pony. <laughs> she, pony. Well, she she's fifteen too, but you could you could call her a pony. She's the pony. She uh, she came out of Tennessee by trailer. By trailer. <laughs> <laughs> have you always been involved in horses? I have not. I grew up sailing. Mm. Uh, my father was a river pilot on the Delaware River, so I grew up racing sailboats. <laughs> little different. And little different. I married a horseman. Uh, Took two lessons for two months, got into fox hunting, mm. got into invitational hand driving. And when Steph started riding, I said, I need to get back on a horse. So I did. That's a brilliant answer, just in time, because we heard the horse, which means we have to go to break. We'll be right back on the second half of the Horse Talk Show in just a few minutes. Stay with us. Current equine microchips can migrate by up to 30%, causing difficulty when scanning. With over 70 years of collective horse industry experience, Lipchip offers a new, more effective method of microchipping, partnering with veterinarians and technology experts to ensure humane and practical microchipping. Lipchip was built by horsemen for horsemen. Nowadays, the performance horse industry is in need of both integrity and transparency. Lipchip is the future of horse microchipping, with cutting-edge technology functional for every discipline. Find Lipchip on social media and for more information, lipchipllc.com. The future is here. The future is Lipchip. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. family has been farming hay in Idaho for generations with a mission to always provide high quality hay products at a fair and reasonable price. Larson Hay loves to meet new customers while always honoring the ones they already have. Find Larson Hay on the web at larsonhay.com, like them on Facebook and definitely visit one of their locations. 
Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa, and our television broadcast sponsor. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Back in the saddle again. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton. You're fab, you're switched on, you're a bit of all right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown. Chevrolet experience. He got it. Look at that. Can you believe it? practicing. Louisa Barton here, host of, yeah, oh, host of the Horse Talk Show. Got my co-host here, Dancing Pete Rhoda from Complimentary Horsemanship. Maria Lacasse from Midnight Rose Equestrian, who gave me an amazing massage before this, um, which was wonderful. And then we have a very special guest in here. We have uh, Stephanie Kaufman with us, and we have been talking about eventing and ponies and lifelong love of horses and how naughty ponies can be but your little girl's pony isn't which is wonderful. perfection yes and Paige was done with the spotlight yes so, she was yes. very done yeah so, she was so over grandma it. cindy said it's time to it's leave it's time to yeah. leave yeah. yes so crying in the background was not uh, anything that pete did <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> it was okay. your hat. Okay, I'll admit it. <laughs> we have some gifts for you. Oh. And your mom. You're so nice. So we have some lip chip koozies here for you. You were and just I was telling you about that. telling you about lip chip. So Actually, cool. isn't this a great time to show off his new truck? Maybe we should just get Isaac, because he's really good on the fly, to show... <laughs> well, I don't know if the hey, truck Isaac. is new. It might be oh, the rat, but, but we have something for you here. Um, Lip that... chip. Lip chip! <laughs> Look, it's real! Superhero. Oh, I should have texted Brad and said, you better be watching. He be he he's watching. He was watching. We love Brad, by the way. He is, I can only say, off the charts. Brad Bolin. Unbelievable. And if you watched any of the Breeders' Cup races, you saw this logo on legs of jockeys um, because he's doing amazing things with the lip chip technology, That's and I was sharing that. What? Oh, have we got a happy birthday song? And Jody's. And Tamara. Mm. That's a lot of people to have a birthday <laughs> in a day. Happy birthday. Yeah, how do we get happy birthday here? We need to play happy birthday. Where is it? Is this happy birthday? You do that? No, yeah, I could. How about, how about we sing it like I did it? Would you? Go ahead, Brad. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Brad and Tamara and Jody. Happy birthday to I can't sing. Now you know why I talk for a living. Hip hip. Hooray! Hip hip. Hooray! Hip hip. Hooray! That was good. Forget the party part. Listen. That's an English thing. Spot on. Yes. It was very good. So those are from Lip Chip. And that was what he did. 
that that was what he did. Look at that. He's <laughs> a supporter. We love it all. So, and then Piranha, who we always do this because it's fun because it makes the bags disappear. Oh, we really <laughs> think that's fun for TV that the bags disappear. So this is full of Piranha goodies. Oh. Yes, lots of Piranha goodies for you guys. The Zero Bite. Awesome. Um, I've tried it on Pete, but it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bite. He's still bites. <laughs> And there's a nice comb. Ooh. And there's some... Oh, you can tell horse shine, people a nice baby comb. Shine, baby <laughs> shine. A nice comb, yes. And there's some odorway in here. I'm going to try that on Pete as well. Odorway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to sit over here by myself. You guys have fun. <laughs> Stephanie's, so, not, Stephanie's not enjoying this at all. <laughs> she's not. Look. Yeah, she's back. laughing. <laughs> I did. This is why I was like, I should wear a green shirt. because Yes. Because look, now you're a floating head. I am, nothing, my, I am my target audience. Nothing that's, and look, this. That's pretty cool, yeah. this one. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Oh, never mind. No. You can't wear it. Ah, so, could... yes. I thought so, we could use two. So one of the like things, buttons. since we're getting kind of funny here. So <laughs> the thing I like about when I go to people's barns, and I've been to Stephanie's, and she is definitely a character. So, Stephanie, show us what everybody at the barn always sees, and that's those nice... Oh, man. Okay, oh, man. Oh, man. Check oh. out the socks. Oh, <laughs> nice. What do they say? Uh, these are the caution, caution. socks. Oh, you did, be, she didn't show the shoe. Oh, no. No, <laughs> okay. show the she shoe. actually had nice so, shoes. So I brought cute shoes, or at least I planned to, but apparently they're still sitting by my back door. So, um... This is my usual teaching look. <laughs> I think this socks. is relatable, though, for yeah. like all horse people. That is relatable. Because these are my barn shoes, Again, so, you know. We're okay with it. But Stephanie we and I always, away. We always we talk about this to our beginner students is we go through the same things you are going through yep. at the same time. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're all still working on, like, okay, let's see if we can figure out how to half-halt today. Mm -hmm. So anybody who kind of says that they've got it all figured out is not being super genuine about it are they mm -hmm. so. now over the course of your time when you were working with other people at their barns and mm -hmm. being a working student or working or whatever mm -hmm. what are some of the most valuable things you learned that you took with you that helped you be so good at what you're doing and what you've started it helped to like give you confidence going on your own so honestly i think the most important things are knowing that probably 75% of it is the mental game, right? So I think probably when I teach, the most time I spend is getting people in the right headspace to learn and kind of empowering them to do what they already know how to do and really kind of step out of their comfort zone and, and feel good about that. So I think, you know, really kind of knowing that having a good attitude, showing up every day with a good attitude, ready to learn, never stop learning, keep your eyes open, Everybody at the barn has their role. I have amazing girls who work for me. They're unbelievably incredible. You know, they all, you know, they're smart. They keep their eyes open. I make sure that I learn from them every day. Every time somebody comes into the barn, we make sure we learn from them. So I think just keeping the right attitude about it and making sure that, you know, nobody is too cool to do anything and we all kind of keep pushing ourselves to be a little bit better. And one of the questions I always ask people that do horses, are you a technician or a teacher or are you both? It's good to be both. Yeah. It's really good to try to be both. Because what I always talk to Stephanie, she talked about one of her mentors and she said the girls would come frustrated and she'd explain it mm -hmm. as a teacher Yeah. because the person that she was riding with was a great technician but couldn't explain it down to the beginning level. Yeah, so I, I think there's a lot of people 
I've, I've been so lucky to work with some of the most talented riders in the world. And sometimes it's really hard to break it down back down to, okay, so when we have halt, you know, which part of your body is doing what and spending the time and making sure that there's that repetition because like, oh my gosh, like there's people out there who have more talent in their pinky finger than, you know, people who, who are doing an amazing job and have been doing this for years at the very top level. So I think it's really important to remember that when we teach, we have to make sure. So I kind of have this, this thing that I, I think is really important as a, since there is a lot of people who are watching who are students. And that is, there's very few um, reasons that you should ever be getting yelled at in your lesson. And I think the only one really is that if it's a safety issue. Because if somebody's not doing what I'm asking of them, sorry, this gets a little bit rambly, but if somebody's not doing what I'm asking of them, it's be either because they didn't understand. Mm -hmm. um, and if they're not understanding what I'm saying, it's not reasonable for me to get upset or, or raise my voice. Or they're scared. And again, if you're scared, that's not a good time to be yelled at. Right. Or they don't care. And I don't know about you guys, but I've never seen show, somebody show up and, like, pay money to take a lesson and not care. Right. Right. So it's going to no. be one of the first two things. And a lot of people really kind of, they show up scared, but they're re ready to be yelled at. Yeah. So I spend a lot of time making sure that, that you know, there's that calm headspace where you're like, okay. And, you know, Pete and I have talked about this, that there's people that kind of need to be pushed really hard to motivate them. Or, you know, there's various ways of getting across to people. But there's a lot of people that just need to realize that it's okay. They can take a deep breath. It's a safe place to learn. And getting yelled at doesn't have to be normal. And that's not the best way to learn. Like, there's a lot of people who go, oh, you know, I love a stern taskmaster who's going to yell at me and really be on I me. I cannot stand to be yelled at. <laughs> no. I absolutely cannot stand. And I'm going to no, tell you after absolutely. this, because that was the noise. <laughs> so we don't but get I'm yelled at by you, Gigi. No, I'm going to tell you about being, what being yelled at or yeah. even being snapped at. It does messes me. with people. Oh, you have no really idea. It, it changes my entire day. Yep. I can't stand it. Yep. I only have to be snapped at once and I'm like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <Really>? Like that. <laughs> Wrap it up, people. Yeah, we'll be back in just a few minutes. Stay with us. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Palm Chevrolet, and broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Equine Therapy International, Nirvana Medical Spa, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, Summit Joint Performance, and Equigreen. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. Nirvana, Ocala's premier medical spa, is leading the way in great skin with all the newest in treatment options, offering prejuvenation for younger clients and rejuvenation for all ages. Nirvana knows you want to look your very best, but we've all seen people with the telltale signs of too much work. We want you to look like you, just better, brighter and younger, with all the newest and best in technology and all in the most beautiful surroundings. Like Nirvana Medical Spa on Facebook and find them on the web at nirvanamedicalspa.com. Become a better, brighter and younger you.
Piranha, your trusted leader in insect control for 50 years. The official fly spray for World Equestrian Center. From the strongest water-based equine spray in the blue bottle to the familiar and longtime favorite in the yellow bottle. Wipe and spray, we've got you covered. If you're looking for effective plant-based fly spray, then look for our zero bite in the green bottle. Check us out online at piranhainc.com. That's P-Y-R-A-N-H-A, piranhainc.com, to learn more about Piranha's entire family of products. Piranha, it works. My name is Dr. Natalie Solomon. I formulated Equigreen with cutting-edge science and technology alongside the passion that is represented by a lifelong love of horses. I created a product that I would trust for my horses because they deserve nothing but the best for their bodies. Horses rely on us to take care of them, to love them, to respect them. This is how Equigreen came to life. Equigreen, CBD for your horse that you can trust. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown. Experience. Chevy. Whoa! Maria, stepping up. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor. Oh, Idaho's finest. Whoa! Whoa! Very good. Excellent. Betsy did that pass. I don't. Have I mentioned Betsy in the show earlier? I did, didn't I? Can I just say? that she showed up yesterday at the Horse Farms Forever Summit. And when she shows up, comes fun, comes comedy, comes good company, comes six police officers. (laughs) (laughs) Betsy, if you're watching, you have no idea how much I love you. You And she's so nice to everybody. Yes. I I actually traveled with her, Betsy from Larson Farms. They have nice hair. Oh, they have the best of me. High five. Yeah. No, listen, let me tell you a quick story before we get back on on course. So Betsy was the one who traveled back up and down I-75 with me right after the hurricane because Richard Larson donated $15,000 worth of hay, which we took to the horses that were... Um, were stuck down there. People had lost mm-hmm. everything, and, and yep. Richard Larson is just that kind of man. And Betsy bravely made the trips with me. And one trip, we were actually stuck in the truck for 12 hours. And it was the funniest, most entertaining <laughs> 12 hours I've probably ever spent in my life where I really got to know Betsy. And you want to talk about a traveling companion? There is not a better traveling companion than Betsy. She is. She'll even look over at me and go, you've never rodeoed, have you? She's like the best roping instructor, too. I watched her with all the little kids, and they were like, got it. Betsy's like a a jack of all trades. And I would say she's not, um, I can't say she's a master of none, because she's a master of many. But you want to talk about good company? And yesterday when she arrived at the summit, I was like, this is about to get fun. Because she just, she knows how to have fun. She also has amazing hair. Um, uh, It's the best. But my story was... There are people in South Florida who got their first taste of, or their horses got their first taste of Larson hay. And one particular barn had three horses who had significant health issues. And the only change they made post the hurricane Mm -hmm. was the hay. And all three of them no longer have 
Nutrition. Exactly. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. And they were all saying, how do we get hay down here like that? How can we get this hay here from now on? Because it was such a game changer. But, for their but that always so, goes to when you give, it comes back. Yeah. I know. I know. So all three of those horses cooperated and got super healthy. And then everybody was like, oh, it's the hay. And it was. <laughs> I believe it. My so horses moved from Washington and they were like, what is this shit? <laughs> I'm Did not- you just say that on F? <laughs> she said, what's that ship? <laughs> ship <laughs> sailing. Yes. That's what she said. She, they, they had it brought in from the ocean in yeah, Washington yes. State. They wanted to be shipped back to Washington, and then they got Larson <laughs> Hay, and they were like, nope, we're no, we'll stay. We we're good. We're, we're happy here. Life is good. So back to you. So now you have, <laughs> yeah, you. now back to you, Yeah, Stephanie, I want to know what your goals are, like yeah. your riding goals. Yeah, well, Bucket so list. I have, like I said, I have been lucky enough to ride with some of the most incredible um, trainers and people. Um, I've had, this was um, some of my nice horses that I've had the pleasure of riding, some of mine and others. Um, I have brought a couple young horses mm. along from kind of the very beginning of their competition careers up through three-star. Um, I got one up to advanced. He's had some asthma and other things that we've been working through, but I'm hoping he'll be back out for next year. Um, I brought... Um, I, can, him. I have someone who William. can help you with the asthma, by the way. Oh, excellent. Yes. I'm, all, I'm all yours. We're starting to get it mm-hmm. under control, but um, he's a bit complicated sometimes. Um, I've got a couple babies. I've got a farm full of... Really lovely horses in training, some sail horses. Um, the most incredible students ever. I'm super, super lucky. There's um, mom. There's mom. That's mom the with uh, just this her left is <gasps> Oh, that's William. That's William. Chad's for revolution. That's my big guy. Um, and then, William. So William's the one hamming it up to the camera there. Um, his mom, Mystery <laughs> Oak. Look is at him. He knows it. Yep, is immediately to his right. He's the guy, if he was a person, that would be taking the selfie. Oh, yeah. He's hot and he knows it. Unfortunately, he was also not gelded until he was four and a half. Oh, that's why he knows he's hot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He would be a lot easier to deal with if he'd been gelded very early. So the brother on the very far side looking to the right, or I guess to the left of the screen, uh, we gelded him immediately. He's <laughs> and look at him. He's like, I'm a girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's very pretty, French. Um, and then the the middle one with the looks like it has the text bubble. Um, he went to and did his first prelim just a couple weeks ago. So um, trying to give him a vacation. He didn't love it. So he's now hacking because the girls were like, guys. Bowie is malfunctioning, so he needs some extra love. So I said, well, why don't we do a hack for the last part of his vacation? So That's good. Um, that is what we affectionately call the squirrel family, and they're very special. <laughs> yes. Yes. Far left is... Oh, that's Gary. Gary. Uh, that is actually my first home bride. We embryo transferred out of the mare with the big white face. Mm. Uh, she was, what, 23, and I didn't really feel good about breeding her, but I would have loved to get one more baby. Um, she is kind of fan, fun, old thoroughbred lines. Uh, she's a Babamist, which is mm. um, old eventing bloodlines. Mm-hmm. And um, so. And, and you notice she names all of her horses by human names. This is always emotionally disturbed, Pete, but all of my horses <laughs> are, it's like David Bowie, William. Uh, that's Gary. He will show as Gary ESH because I think that's hilarious. Because if you meet him, he is Gary. Um, these are some of my students. That is my assistant, Megan, on the left side of the screen with her horse, Scooby. And that is uh, Leah Sulchimans with Mr. Kokomo. Um, and they both just finished their first training level there mm-hmm. at the Florida Horse Park this spring. 
Jacques so, really awesome. Yeah, that was a celebration picture. A long time coming. That's the farm. That's the arena. Nice. Um, Beautiful. So, yeah, wow. that's the farm when nice. we first moved in. It's got some more stuff there, and it's got a... Uh, 17 acre riding field now which is really cool but mm. that is you should have Isaac come and drone it for you now oh uh, that would be He's really very cool. good at that <laughs> I need to have Donnie fly over and take some pictures that would be that's probably the right way to do it too they keep saying they're going to skydive onto the backfield but we, oh, have, we have to talk about been that able to too. make that happen yet so mm-hmm. yeah you know adventures there you saw those jumps and stuff and I was like oh my goodness oh yeah and then she also skydives yes yes in her spare time Oh, because you know. riding horses and eventing isn't, um, oh, yeah. Because yeah. oh! eventing isn't exciting enough for oh. her, so she jumps out of planes. <laughs> well, I haven't gone in a bit because I, I got in a car, a really bad car accident about a year ago, so I have a couple oh, no. herniated discs in my back and neck. So that's actually kept me a little bit quieter this year as far as my own competition stuff. But You had a car accident last year. Yeah. What I, month? Uh, November. It was oh. November 6th. Somebody ran a, a stop sign and slammed into my, and my car um, the front end completely burned Sky my crisp. Dive. So, oh my god! Yeah, it was it was Somebody crazy. Somebody ran a red light and hit me at sixty-five oh miles gosh. an hour and totaled my truck. Oh, okay. So this was funny. So oh. this who's that guy? The, <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Who is that? You don't so, have people like that on your farm, do you? So I'm just we had... kidding. <laughs> okay, let her continue. <laughs> so this filly is the daughter of the horse that mom is riding now and competing. Um, we had Pete starter, um, halter, halter breaker, and things, and these, they're they're ponies, right? So they can be a little bit stubborn. And I was like, you know what, Pete, why don't you do her first trim? And you know, I should have sent. I don't think I sent the rest of the video, but Pete started doing her trim, and she was so relaxed and happy because she'd done all of the blocks and all of the groundwork with Pete, and she lay down and just took a nap. So Pete just sat next to her, and we just sat there. For Did like, you say trim? Mm-hmm. You said trim, mm-hmm. like as in. Yeah, he did Oops. her feet. He did her first hoof trim. Oh, we so, need to talk. Oh, yeah. So he... Um, Ass whisper. Oh, so cute. That's Chuck on the left. Yeah, like I said, <laughs> they all have people names. So that is Chuck. Mm-hmm. Before Gigi gets upset with me and does the old, like, um, this. Yeah, we, we've got so much to go back over. So stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. We'll be right back. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Palm Chevrolet, and broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Equine Therapy International, Nirvana Medical Spa, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, Summit Joint Performance, and Equigreen. Hi, I'm Alan Davies with Equine Therapy International. Today, we're at Engineered Equine Performance, celebrating the new saltwater chilled treadmill. This particular chilled equine saltwater treadmill is a game changer. As you can see, the finest materials are used, the filtration system, coarse, fine filtration, no chemicals. We use UV, ozone, combination of filtration to keep the highest water chemistry standards. Being a saltwater unit, only the finest stainless steel and materials are used. That's important when it comes to longevity and cost of service over the life of the unit. This unit also has integrated massage jets with fine bubbles and coarse air bubbles for the therapy. The control system on this is Siemens industrial grade, top of the line technology, straight from Germany, but also serviceable here in the US.
World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers a largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance, promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. All age horses can benefit from Summit Joint Performance. Maria Lacasse of Midnight Rose Equestrian's background is in natural horsemanship and dressage principles with a main focus on maintaining a balance of communication and correct biomechanics between horse and rider. Come to her farm or she'll come to yours. Allow Maria to help you and your horse to unwind and balance to increase performance so that you can both be the best you can be together to build a lifelong partnership of success. Maria Lacasse of Midnight Rose Equestrian is a graduate of the Equine Natural Movement School for Equine Structural Integration and a Florida School of Massage graduate. Find Midnight Rose Equestrian on social media and on the web at midnightroseequestrian.com and book your massage for your horse and you right away. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the final segment of the Horse Talk Show for this week, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown. Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our TV broadcast sponsor. Larson's Farm. Idaho's finest alfalfa. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was something in between. <laughs> it's so funny. So we actually had a pre-recorded segment that we were going to air at the end of the show, but because we're having this much fun having Stephanie on the show with us, that we decided that we were just going to go with the do flow one more. and wrap it up. But... There are actually a couple things you said. So one of the things we were talking about yelling at students. So as Mm -hmm. a little kid, I was yelled at by my riding instructor at Stonely Abbey every lesson. And actually, I hate being yelled at. And if she wasn't yelling, she was snippy. And I'm just going to tell you, it only takes one person to snap at me. And maybe I'm pathetic. Call me pathetic. But one person snaps at me one day and I'm done. Yeah, I, I just I soak it up work. and I'm done. I can't even do my show the same way. Yeah, it's just a whole different. I, I it and rubs it's, off on me. It's, it's a pathetic. Low, it's a low percentage of people that are motivated by that. Very low percentage. Of it is. It yeah. shuts me down. I yeah. just go like this. Boom, yeah. gone. You know, I um, my assistant uh, Megan has writ- written a lot because she came from a um, you know a, a show world that was a lot of pressure and. Um, she's talked a lot, uh, written a bunch of blogs and things about kind of mental health for equestrians and how it's impacted her. Um, 
And I've spoken to so many people who have had the same experience where, you know, it really messes with people. And there's a lot of, you know, essentially, I think more people need more therapy than they realize because of how. Yeah. Well, I definitely do. Because of how <laughs> unkindly people can treat each other sometimes. And I know, um, you know, I've been me. lucky to work for you know, really kind and empathetic people. And, and I got lucky that way, you know, and not that there weren't hard times and hard lessons and all of that. But, you know, I, I was very lucky, but not everybody is. And. Um, you know, it, it usually takes people a little bit of time to kind of realize that they can step outside of their comfort zone in a safe way and they can learn in a safe and productive way and they don't have to worry that I'm just going to kind of randomly go off on them. And I think that's sad. And I think that, um, you know, if, if you are an instructor and, you know, your kind of go-to is you find, you find yourself yelling in every lesson, you know, maybe kind of think about how that actually impacts your students and whether, you know, is it their fault for not listening or is it you know, your fault for not communicating in a way that, that they can understand and actually take it in and fits their learning style. Because, I mean, I'm sure, Pete, you can attest to this. Everybody has a different learning style. So you really have to figure out what mm -hmm. each student, every single student, I teach them a little bit differently because that's what yeah. they need. You cannot go in the ring with the same thing and the same lesson plan and the same attitude and get louder if it doesn't work. So, that is so true. Like even in regular school for kids, everybody yeah. has a different way of learning and receiving, you yep. know, and yep. and you really have to think about. And, you know, there's something else you have to think about. And I, I think about this a lot because my son was diagnosed with Asperger's when he was mm -hmm. young. I have to think a lot, not just about what I say, but how I say it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I have to still, even now he's 18, have to think about how is he going to perceive what yeah. I say, because yeah. maybe I don't even really mean it in yeah. a way that he might receive it. So it's sometimes it's not even yelling. Sometimes it's just being snippy with somebody. Sometimes it's just having an attitude. Sometimes yeah. it's even just how you say they yeah. receive it differently. Yeah. And it's the same with teaching because you're going to have people who And it's the same are, with horses. Mm -hmm. It is. When we do stuff with horses, they go, oh, he's doing this because he's doing that. And I'm like, no, you're yelling at him. Yeah. Yeah, it's the it. same thing. It's all like learning communication and how you yep. communicate, right? Well, it's yeah. like one thing as like a riding instructor that I think that all riding instructors need to remember is like people yeah. do horses for fun. Yeah, like totally. this is entertainment for fun. Totally, not to be miserable <laughs> and then cry and then be like, oh well, I guess my life's not that bad. Well, Don't we have a riding video? Yeah. I think we have a riding video. Yeah, look yeah, at that. My, um, my wonderful friend, uh, Amanda Chance at Breed Ride Compete, put this together for me. She does a lot of pedigree searches and things, but she's also a social media star. So she put together this super cool, um, super cool video that makes me probably look a lot cooler than I actually am. I think you're pretty cool <laughs> right now. I'm, um, What's your I'm pretty. What type of jump? What type of jump? Yes. Um, like, you oh, like the gosh. water, the trainers? Like, what do you like? You know, it really depends on what horse you're riding because. As a young horse producer, I can say for sure that, like, if I'm sitting on this horse and he's feeling good, there's nothing I won't jump. Um, but I have ridden some young horses or some of the ones that are a little bit of a project. <laughs> oh, Pete, you jumped really hard <laughs> there. there. I'm like, jumping. Um, <laughs> I, that I've ridden some that, you know, are, are kind of figuring it out. And I can tell you that a six-inch cross rail can look pretty frightening. So I think most people that have, have done young horses oh, no. at some point I, I can, did. That's can why hurt. I stuck to dressage. I'm like, I don't, I don't need help falling off things. So you when know, I was eventing in England, which is a few years ago, let's not talk about how long ago that was. Did they <laughs> but have when, the wheel? <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, no electricity yet. Um, when I when I was eventing in England, I actually, the main reason I did eventing, because I did show jumping all the way up until I did eventing, and the reason I did eventing was because I wanted to go for a darn good 
gallop across mm-hmm. a cross country yeah. course. So I love yeah. the cross country. It's so fun. And that's the same reason I did fox hunting because they opened up all the farms for everybody to go galloping and jumping everything that got in your way. You and know, that was what I loved was yeah. let me just get out there and cross country was the best. Like yes. you had space in between to fix things, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You Absolutely. Know, I got lucky. Oh, this was this was Saturday. Ooh. This is a one that I have in right now. It's amazing. <laughs> Stop it. I let mom jump that horse today. She'd yeah. never ridden him before and he was incredible. Oh, See, that my, to me is exciting. That's right what there. my sailor horse is. He's so cute. That's Sam. I love Sam. him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sam. There's another guy named. Yeah, oh, I love, I love the guy names. This is Zoo, uh, this is Shiloh. This is my working student. Um, no, I have the coolest. It's Kathleen. She's one of my students. Gosh, yeah, I no, should I have... really get jumping oh, again, mom. shouldn't I? This is mom and Fiona. This is the pony there's we're talking about. Cindy. Who has the daughter who was sleeping when when oh, Pete was yes. trimming her feet? Oh yes, how lovely! So, and then this is Steph Cordell, and she works for me. She just did the too long on this horse. It's codenamed Toby. I've known this horse for a really long time. He's owned by a friend of ours, Amanda Tamaga. Here's Leah with Fitz. You know, when I watch Megan. jumping, it makes me want to jump again. You know. It's been a long time. I'm lucky because everybody works so hard and they're so cool and they ride really well because they come and they try it and they, they, they're they great. I'm super, super lucky. It's amazing. That made yeah. me want to jump watching. It just made me want to jump. I haven't done it yet. That scared me. Oh. <laughs> you haven't got him out of any jumps. No, I haven't even managed to get him on one yet. No. I, I The first time I ever jumped was at a fox hunting over solid jumps, and they put me on the top horse because they knew he would go over it, and yeah, it was scary. I think I need to make No, I wasn't that. scared, but they were scared for me <laughs> watching. <laughs> that so. would be in a good video. I'd oh, like yeah, that would be a that. good video. That would have been a really good How video. How about this? We'll get him out. I'll let him ride Fiona. Send you the video. Because yeah. I bet he's going to be good. Oh, okay. He's going to be, gonna be great. Gonna be. He will be. Just don't get me skydiving. No, oh, no skydiving. We'll put the parachute on you before you go over. <laughs> Thanks, That's Maria. That's a good idea. That would make for interesting <laughs> video. I'm going to have a backpack. And a... Yeah, with the, with the goggles. Yeah, okay. Well, that's right right, right near here in Ocala. That's in Denellen. So, Central Florida skydiving. Mm. Yeah. That's, just that's your hubby. Yeah, other half. Other half. That's yeah. what he does. He yes. takes people and teaches them. So you yep. teach people to jump horses, and he teaches people to jump out of planes. Yep, they do tandems. They have a bunch of fun jumpers. So essentially, you know, community full of, of licensed skydivers, and then they can teach people how to do it too, and it's really cool. Adrenaline junkies. <laughs> so you're not doll, willing though. to jump the horse or jump out of the plane, is that right? Jump the horse. <laughs> oh, you'll jump the horse oh, over if, jumping if you put, out of the plane. Okay, it would be the waste of time for me because this is all I'd see. The whole way down. See, I think and then I'd be in fetal it. position at the bottom right. on as the ground. As long as we get video, it'll be great. All right, but like we all want to see that, right? <laughs> that was yes. the noise. Who's oh, our man. guest next week? Glenn Stewart from Canada. He's a horseman, and he'll be here next week on hey, Tuesday. Anthony. It was so lovely. It was so lovely to your daughter here. and your mama, lovely Thank you. Maria. Thank you, Pete. Whether you're in Ocala, Marion County, the horse capital of the world or not, happy horsing around until the same time next week. Toodles. <laughs>